Welcome to another episode of the Muff Punt Podcast. My name is Brandon, and tonight we have a very, very special night. I've been debating about this for about like over a week now, what to call this episode. I was trying to think like the first thing that came to mind was like the people versus the Dallas Cowboys. Another was like uh, a Dallas Cowboys fan versus everyone. I've had a few different ideas for for what I'm thinking about maybe possibly entitling this episode. So uh, tonight, what we have decided was Paul told me a long time ago when he found out one of my very good friends in life was a Dallas Cowboys fan. The question always is, well, if you're an Eagles fan, how can you have one of your best friends in life be a Cowboys fan? And I said, well, one, you got to meet him. And two, he's he'll explain it to you. He'll tell you all for himself. And Paul's like, I want at this guy. I want my chance to talk to him. <laughs> so I was like, all right, we'll make that happen. So I talked to Jose after I got through all my hell with Dell. Uh, we are, we finally have been able to put all this together. So I'm going, what I'm going to end up doing, uh, cause we've already done our, uh, our hellos off air here, but I got Paul, I have Ralph, I have Terry and I have Jose with me here tonight. And thank you, Jose, for coming out to the show, because, uh, you know what, it does take a lot to stand up to a bunch of other guys that defend your fandom for any particular team. So I do appreciate you coming out. Oh, yeah. No worries, man. Doing something that I've done my entire life. No problem. <laughs> well, you know, that's kind of your coming fault. Along? <laughs> well, it's, it's, really, it's really my parents. It's my dad. It's really my dad's fault. I'm not going to lie. Started there. Well, you know, it's kind of your fault for living in Eagles territory because you kind of do live in the backyard of the Philadelphia Eagles. And you're probably one of maybe two Cowboys fans that I know of and the other one, you know, too. So it's it's kind of interesting to me, you know, because I've been in that situation when I went to college. I was the only Flyers fan for miles. I was surrounded by Devils fans. And uh, but they were fairly nice to me for the most part. So I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn things over to Paul tonight because Paul has basically told me he what he wants to do is try to convince Jose to drop the Cowboys and to not be a Cowboys fan any longer. I told Paul I tried this before, not with the Cowboys, but with hockey and the Flyers, and I almost I almost got you. I almost got you. The amount of respect I have for that team now is unremember. I used to shit talk. Oh, sorry. No, you're we, fine, dude. You can say what hell you want. out of them. <laughs> Man. And now, now I actually have two teams I follow, actually. You know, I call you on it. I'm like, dude, you, you watching that? Yeah. <laughs> <see> yep. <laughs> so I'm going to turn things over to Paul and let him kind of take the lead here. I do have my own notes that I want to chime in here uh, and my own kind of way that I'll do it towards the end of, of how, how things go. But I want to kind of give Paul the lead on this and see where he goes with it. So take her away, Paul. All right. So, Jose, I hope you're a good girl and that you're ready for this because I don't think that you're going to be a Cowboys fan much longer. Hit me with your best shot, you can. Let's go. All right. So, I I mean, we this is a really interesting time to do this because it was last week that we actually brought up riding out the rough times, like with with your team as part of a fan base, or if you jump ship and and be a little bitch and go run somewhere else. So if, uh, if you jump ship and run and be a bitch somewhere else after this, man, I'm going to judge all Cowboys fans for you. So you've got an entire fandom on your shoulders tonight. So I I really hope you're ready for this. Good luck, man. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's ready. (laughs) All right. So how what's what's your first memory as a Cowboys fan? Like if you had to go back, when did you start being a Cowboys fan? Do you have like a year or a time frame? 
Ah, oh, man, I was a young boy. I had to be kindergarten age, so five, six, when I think I put on the very first T-shirt that had a star on it. Okay. What year was that, like-ish? Was that before or after they started winning Super Bowls? I was born in 82, so you're talking 87. We weren't. We were in between. <laughs> we're right in between. In between. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what's the first Super Bowl for the Cowboys that you remember then? Uh, Cowboys-Giants. Cowboys Giants. Yeah, it was a big deal. It was at my uncle Ralph's house. Uh, he was uh, my grandfather, the oldest of the uh, the elders of my family. First okay. guy to have a big screen TV. Nice, nice. So, is it where were you at this point? Are, are, were you from Texas, or did you always grow up in the Philly area? Who me? Yeah. No, uh, no. I'm asking the other guys who I know are from Philly <laughs> if they're from Philly. What What the hell do you think? <laughs> I'm, I'm just wondering where you got the intel that I was from Texas when you know I'm from the East. Coast. No, because he's saying I, you're I a didn't Cowboys know you were fan. from the East. Yeah, I, I didn't That's know you why. were from the East Coast. Oh, okay. I was like, I, I'm a little confused. No, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, how how did it become that everyone was a Cowboys fan if all y'all are from the East Coast? How did my family become a yeah. Cowboys? Fan? Yeah, because you said your dad brought you into it. So, like, what what brought why the Cowboys? If you're you're on the East Coast, you're surrounded by I ninety five teams. Why the Cowboys? Was it solely your dad that got I, you I, into I'm it? I'm gonna or? tell you, it went like this: it went fifty fifty down the line. You got half my family that are die hard birds. Does not matter. It does, these people won't crack. And the other half are die hard Cowboys fans that are the exact same way. And that has rippled through my entire life, my dude. Even my wife is a diehard Eagles fan. I'm talking white paint on the face, green on the side, you name it. So I don't really, I don't know. I could have went either side there on that blue or green. But Do your kids care about sports at all? Man, are you kidding me? The next generation? I don't even think they know what passion. Are you kidding me? For real? <laughs> I was just curious if they had any allegiances where they lied. That's all. Yeah, they got so, allegiances. They got allegiances to which parent talks the most mierda, in, <laughs> the, most, the most shit. Who wins that argument? All of a sudden, I see more blue come out in the world. I'm like, oh, I lose that shit. All of a sudden, my house is green. I'm like, okay, mom won that. I know I lost. So, so you're married to an Eagles fan. So, how long have you guys been about to be divorced? Uh, we've been about twenty years. That's about accurate. 20, That's about twenty, 20 years. years. 20 years on the verge of divorce. That is crazy. <laughs> but only for 16 weeks. It's a year. <laughs> Guaranteed, though, for 16 to weeks. Be that, that's very true. For, <laughs> for, 16, for 16 weeks. I know that Dallas isn't used to playing in the postseason, so that is about how long the season is for you guys. So that's very accurate. I'm very impressed. Man, you must do a lot of ass. <laughs> <laughs> what? You, 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 because the rest of us, Yucatan, have been watching the same NFL stank ass teams in our conference for the last probably decade. And I'm like, bro, did you, what did you just say? None of oh. us. They're just as bad. They, just as bad. The Eagles just bad. won a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Thank you for the first time in their lives. Like, for real, dude, they're just as bad. And then you gave away the star quarterback. You gotta be shitting me. Does that leave a? Yeah, that, that's that's a good point. Does that oh Ralph, God. Terry, and Brandon? Does that leave a welt on your ass? Like to know that oh you had God. a quarterback. He's Do you bench. know how badass that is to put up a statue of a quarterback and then make your next starting weapon? 
I, well, I'll answer I, the question if you like, but oh Paul, are you going to let him change the subject that fast? <laughs> I'm going to go back to it, but I mean, at some point, <laughs> I, I don't, I, you guys should know this by now. I love going out on tangents, so shit, we'll make our way back to grass at some point, but if he's going to talk shit about the Eagles, I got to go I'm with that. I'm not talking That's, shit. They have shut up. He's talking thing. shit about the Eagles. They Jose. Great Jose. Thing. Princess. Princess. Quiet. <laughs> quiet. Oh. <laughs> you got to upgrade it. me to at least queen. Come on, man. No. Give me the kingdom. Nope. You got it. Nope. You got it. You got Princess. it. Princess. Come on. Be a good girl. Come on. Be a good girl. You can Sit. stand. You're going to make Sit. me pray Sit. by that. You're going to make me pray Sit. by the holy water. Don't make me pray Sit. by the holy river. Come on, Sit. man. <laughs> Sit. Jesus. Be a good girl. Sit down. Oh my God, he doesn't know. You know what I've learned so far? You know what I've learned so far? Uh, I can't it's, wait to hear. Jose's family's like the Hatfields and McCoys. That half the family went to the Eagles, half the family went to the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Fucking <laughs> shit, man. I'm telling you, it, it makes no sense. Everybody's like, "I love you. I love you." Thanksgiving, they're like, "I'll murder you." look this is probably just so volatile because somewhere back jose and i are probably like cousins eight times removed or something like that all right it's it's just family banter i don't know know, bro you you sound tall are you tall i don't know what you consider tall but anything over four foot two (laughs) (laughs) and you get on the roller coaster of six flags my dude (laughs) (laughs) yes i can are you six feet are you like five foot two right Jose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to wait oh, for no. the words oh, no. to Listen, no, I definitely, I definitely got to 5'4", and then God was like, that's it, bud. Okay, 5'4", five five four. Four. that's adorable. <laughs> that's adorable. <laughs> you you should have gone into gymnastics. You might have been pretty good. I got close to something like that. You'll see. It's cool. It was fun. <laughs> it got stressed out. <laughs> hey, he's one of All the right. best boxers I know. I got close, but, you know, I, I went into dancing. It was, it was a toss-up. I want to see videos of you dancing, or I won't believe it. <laughs> I'm pretty TikTok, sure I have man. some videos of him dancing at my wedding. <laughs> okay, oh, then, uh, Brandon, you're going to send those Nobody to me after the show. Those. I also have videos of Ralph dancing at my no, wedding, no. too. <laughs> <laughs> that did not exist. I will never do this podcast again. <laughs> Ralph, it's okay. You're white. We get it. You can't dance, but I got to oh. see the little. I got to oh, see the, hey, the little short no, Puerto Rican no, to see if he you can dance. Paul, not. you don't know about the Ralphinator. No, he did not. Really? Yes. Oh, he does not. Yes. Ralph's got his own theme song, dude. Really? <laughs> yes. I, I feel like we need to go into this. You don't know shit about the Ralphinator. Yo, and this guy's supposed to convert me? Yo, this guy's Bible. Wait, how? Jesus. You guys- <laughs> 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 talking about Puerto Ricans and Cowboys fans, and now it's putting me. <laughs> Ralph, you brought this on yourself. Hey, You're somebody the one that just, said, "Don't bring this." I'm in. just defending your honor. Somebody said you couldn't dance. I'm just saying you can yeah, cut a rug. You're the, bro, what? Ralph can haul ass. You kidding me? <laughs> Ralph and I held down the dance floors single-handedly, the two of us, for quite a while at the wedding. I'm going to need to see, you know, videos or it didn't happen. There was was elevators, there was lawnmowers, 
There was uh, sprinklers. <laughs> it got real. It got, it got real. real. There were shopping oh. carts. All kinds of shit oh came out. What he means by there were lawnmowers was there was a lot of alcohol. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, okay. You see, so you can't say that around us Hispanics because then we think that someone just had to mow the lawn in between because you guys were dancing for a long time or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just you could because I'm two thirds down, but I got white in me, so you know we're good. That's just, that's just it. <laughs> I'm staying out of that. Sorry, uh, sorry, sorry about that. That's just it. I didn't hear a single lawnmower spark up at all. I got a you, shot. I, I, I uh-uh. there's no way you're that low to the ground and haven't heard a lawnmower before. There's no way. <laughs> He's only mowed two thirds of the lawn. Listen, I believe in everybody's independence. I pay one of your people for that, brother. <laughs> he does pay a guy to mow his grass. Yeah. Up <laughs> I believe in equal rights. I support single mothers at strip clubs. Yeah, come on, come on. Everybody's loved in America. In America. That's the equal opportunity love right there. Yes. <laughs> All right, we're we're gonna bring this back now. Uh, <laughs> what a little, like little far off field here. <laughs> Please, do. I'm like I'm still wondering how I'm supposed to leave behind. I'm like, dude, if my wife couldn't do it and one of my best friends in the world couldn't do it, how's Yucatan gonna do it? But I don't know. The well, we're we're just getting started. All right, yeah, so we're, we're gonna go in. Do you remember the Herschel Walker trade? Like, do you were you a fan back then? Were you paying attention, or do you have thoughts on it now as an adult looking back, way way back? <sighs> Yes. All right. Let's hear it. I know. I remember the trade. I really have thoughts. I mean, it was a long time ago. I could, I mean, I could really care less. I was young. Really? So, so looking back and saying that those nineties Cowboys teams are part of the reason why you're, you're such a fan and you don't care for the reason that got them all there. Well, no, there's plenty of reasons that got them there, bro. We were like the make a wish team. You kidding me? Every year we got beat. Why do you think freaking I can get along with Eagles fans? It's very clear. It's the same pattern. We went 20 years, nothing. Every year, close. Got there. No, got Green Bay. Shit, first year we made it there. It was, what, 66? Here's Green Bay. <laughs> there goes on that. Seven points. Go go suck a duck. Okay, fine. Next year, right back there. And here's Green Bay again. Look at the last five years with Green Bay. It's a repeat. It's the same thing with the Eagles. They suck for so many years. They just got a Super Bowl win. You got to give them some love. Shit. It was remarkable football to watch. Okay, so but, you're you're bringing but, up the you're bringing up but, the Packers a little bit. So but, what do you think but, about uh, Fez Bryant's drop in the playoffs the other you know back when that happened? It's pretty tough considering the uh, the NFL so, does uh, now he, consider that a catch. Yeah, I mean, but how many times have every team has gone through that, dude? Before <laughs> before we had playbacks and and all these new modern whoopee whoopee you know kind of rules that we roll by, everybody got beat on stuff like that. So I mean, it, it was part of the game. Fair enough. I, I actually really respect that because having San Antonio is Dallas's second biggest market of fans. I was living there at the time, and wow, those bitches did not shut up. No, I, I, I know. I swear, uh, yeah. you would have thought that someone slapped their mother or something. Like it, it was insane. Poor mom. Passing interference in the game before that against Detroit. Nobody remembers I, that play, do but, they? But again, I'm not a Lions fan. Why would I care? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody phone a friend. Get a Detroit Lions friend. <laughs> Does anybody uh, have a friend that's a Detroit Lions fan? No, <laughs> no, no. But, no, but I have looking a friend for a while. 
I have a friend who sent me a meme today of uh, someone climbing out of a dumpster and it said Matt Stafford getting out of Detroit. So, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he we're about to see if he's going to have his career resurrected. And he's going to. I, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but they gave me cool things along the way. You get players, you know, along the way that kind of make you go, wow. We had some good MVPs along the, the years I've been alive and we had them beforehand. Well, you get a guy like Two Tall Joes. You hear? I'm you know, uh, dude, for real. When you're five four and you got a guy that's that tall, like, yeah, all right, you get down. Sure. Yeah, we had a lot of different. You know, we went to the Super Bowl a lot. We had like nine straight runs at it for several years. I mean, tw- at least twice in our career that that we've gone to it. You know, the Eagles had great run under Andy Reid. So you guys got rid of that talent. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. Look, I, you know, I hate the Eagles, but you got to respect them. And you guys got rid of a lot of good people, man. I just don't understand your picks and trades. Well, if you're going to go down the, the Andy Reid uh, train, the, unfortunately, his uh, uh, foibles with his personal life and, and all the stuff that's gone on with his kids, which he's actually dealing with now in Kansas City as well, I think that had just kind of run its course with the whole Philadelphia thing. And and uh, I think if they had like allowed him to take a year off and then come back, I really think that he would have been able to like just come back to coaching and, and pick up where he left off. But, I mean, I don't know any organization that probably would have allowed him to do that. But he had so much stuff going on that year in his personal life. Okay, so that's a fun fun little what if. That's a fun little what if. So do you think Andy Reid wins a Super Bowl with the Eagles, given that he he didn't really have personnel control in Philly? Yeah, looking back on it now and all the bullshit we're dealing with with Howie, I I doubt it. What do you guys, what do the other two Eagles fans think? I think it's, I think it's definitely possible that, that, because he was, he, he was kind of had some control at the time when he, when he left, because he's, he drafted Fletcher Cox. Yes! So, guy's an animal! Oh, love the guy, but as, as far as Andy, I mean, I think he could have gotten it done for us, uh, but I agree with Brandon. Like he had kind of run his course in Philly, and I think it was time for a little little change of uh, you know coaching culture. Um, he had been with the the team for so long, and a lot of the guys that were there for the two thousands, you know, they had all aged out or you know they were done. And I think that you know I think at that point, Lori wanted to start over fresh. Unfortunately, he picked the worst. F- guy and chip kelly to do it uh, <laughs> oh but, my god um guys you, you know, know i mean but that that actually oh. wasn't even a bad hire at the but time. terry terry he he's gonna high. revolutionize the nfl man oh my god his, <laughs> his as much as i hate the guy his record wasn't that bad in the nf in the uh, at least for the eagles um and yeah, not when he went to the niners <laughs> no well and then uh, up until now in college they can't even get recruits there because of him but um yeah i mean i i like i when the Chiefs were, were making their run, I was rooting for Andy, of course. But, you know, um, it just didn't work out here. So, you know, there's no hard feelings for me on that one. Interesting. What are, what are your thoughts, Ralph? Look, I, I always thought Andy Reid could have won a, a Super Bowl with the Eagles. I mean, yeah, you know, four NFC championship games in a what? row. Bing, bing, um, bing. You know, um, five in total going back to 2000, 2008. Um, you know, I, I just I always felt like – from the years, I guess, what, 02 through 04, um, you know, they were one one play, maybe one player away from from making something happen. I mean, I, I go back to the 04 Super Bowl and you got um, Terrell Owens on half a, you know, half a lower body um, oh, no. and still racking up 120 some yards on like nine or 10 catches and, 
and and being within three points. I mean, you lose that game 24-21. I mean, you're it was it was heartbreaking for me at the time. Um and and to see to see that team and to see the organization go through what they went through and you know, everybody's very well aware of Andy Reid off the field stuff with his kids. If they would have if they would have hung on to him a little bit longer, would anything have changed? I don't I don't know because you know, you're talking revisionist history. You're talking hindsight's 2020. You're talking all of them. I agree with what Brandon said, where his time, his 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 time in Philly ran its course. Um, I think when you hear about these things and you hear it was time for uh, the organization and Andy to to split, but nobody talks about the fans in that re- in that regard. And I think the fans had a lot to do with this as well because there was an uprising. There was a an undertone, a murmuring that slowly grew into full on hatred for this man. And it was like, he's got to go. He's got to go. You know, like he's never going to do it. He's just, he's just going to get you to the edge and then, you know, and then not, and not finish. And, and, and that's really what we lived for what, 13 years. Could, do I think he could have gotten us there? Yeah, I think he could. I, I really do. I think if you gave him control of, of more, you know, more things in the end, we've obviously seen what he's done in, in Kansas city. I mean, he was trying to implement some of the stuff in Kansas City when he was with Philly. I mean, Deshaun Jackson and Tyree Kill are Oof. like version 1.0 and version 2.0, right? Um, uh, Michael Vick and uh, Patrick Mahomes are 1.0, 2.0. So you can you can draw comparisons to what Andy was trying to do. I just think he was, uh, dare I say, uh, ahead of his time. And I don't think that the players existed yet to do what he wanted them to do. So I think, this is my opinion, we screwed up by letting Andy walk and getting rid of him. Hindsight again, 2020, you get Chip Kelly, you go through two, three years of that BS. Um, he jettisons the entire team. Um, oh, man. But, I was, <laughs> if, Yo, even you, as a Cowboys fan, I'm like, look at that surgery. That's got to hurt. Oh, dude, it was it was almost Ooh. like the Cowboys hired him to go into the to hack, yeah. everybody. I thought he did for a second. I'm like, man, I like our payroll. We're getting serious. <laughs> <laughs> Screw but big think, TVs. We're putting hits out. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but wow. I think I think that, you know, again, without Chip Kelly, do you get a Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. Think of it that way. I mean, hindsight, 2020, right? It's all it's all revisionist history. So in my mind, for my money, if I had to say one way or the other, I would say that Andy Reid would have eventually won Super Bowl. I mean, you um, could halfway argue he did because Dougie P kind of came up under Andy, too. Uh-huh. Right. But oh. do you think he's going to win another one in Kansas City? Almost did. Almost. What Super Bowl did you watch? <laughs> well, he got to the dance. I mean, I guess you could give him that much. Right, right to the prom, and then I stopped watching. because He just never got see. off the wall. No girls wanted what? to dance with him. Yeah, yeah, he was too busy eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> he, was there. He, was, he was definitely there. And to say, well, one thing, like Ralph was saying, revisionist history, think about back to, I mean, what he did with the Eagles with McNabb at quarterback and absolutely zero receivers until T.O. came for one year. And the Eagles were relevant the whole time. I mean, obviously their defense yeah, was really good, that, but yeah, they were hey. still able to score enough of people to stay in the, you know, in the mix every year for, what, six, seven years straight at least? Campbell's made soup commercials with them, left and right. <laughs> I mean, do you, 
to me, like when I look at when I look at those teams that you guys were just talking about, like with the Cowboys, it always seemed to me that they underachieved with their talent and the Eagles always overachieved with their talent. Does that be a fair statement? Do you have a comparison? <laughs> okay, yeah, actually I do. So earlier I was going through some things, right? And I was looking basically since 2000 because we all know the Cowboys were amazing in the 90s. I don't really need to go through all that. In uh, since 2000, the Cowboys have had 10 winning seasons and 10 losing seasons. 13 times during that span, they were the 15th best offense in the league or worse uh, in points scored. Ain't that shit depressing? I know. (laughs) Three times they were in the top three worst offenses in the entire league. Seven times they were in the bottom half of the league in yards gained by offense. But we had the best hot dog sales that year. It was great. The best. (laughs) Twelve times the defense was in the bottom half of the league in terms of points scored against them. Nine times they were in the bottom of the league in terms of yards their defense gave up. One time they were the absolute worst team in the league in terms of yards against uh, their defense, and that was in 2013. We call that draft picks. We got a purpose. <laughs> so since 2000, the Dallas Cowboys have seven times been in the playoffs. They have lost five times in the divisional round, and they lost two times in the wild card round, right? So in that same span of time, the Eagles six times were in the bottom half of the league in terms of points scored. Seven times were in the bottom half in terms of yards put up by their offense. Never, ever, just kidding, in the bottom three in terms of points scored. Fifteen times they were in the top half of the league in terms of yards put up by offense. Ten times they were in the bottom half of the league in terms of uh, points scored against. Nine times they were in the bottom half for yards against their defense. One time in the bottom three teams in terms of yards against. In that same span of time, they were in the playoffs 13 times. They won one Super Bowl. Thank Jesus. They (laughs) four wild card losses three divisional round losses and four conference championship losses. Paul knows what that's about. It, to me, if I read through those stats, that's what I get from that. Out of all of the talent and all of the money and all the moves that Jerry Jones has made with that team, they have still underperformed. Where with the Eagles, I think you could say how many times did they roll up to the NFL season with a damn near dumpster fire and they still found a way to put that team together. So I don't, I, that's kind of to me, I mean, obviously I'm biased, but that, that's to me what my example is. Okay. So you guys have sounded off on, on the coaches there, Jose, yeah. Jason Garrett. He was there for oh, 12,000 years. Clappy. I love Clappy. Go ahead. Go <laughs> <laughs> are, are oh, you, I love this guy. This okay. Guy so we'll go, we'll go with Jason. We'll go with Jason Garrett. Guy to cuss out on the sidelines for so many years. <laughs> go ahead, Clappy. Oh, interception! There we go. Here it is. Here it is. Go ahead. What we got about Clappy? What, what's, 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 what's the matter with Clappy? All right. So, well, everything. That's the point. Oh, I and, know. <laughs> so, I mean, I think you could say every coach aside, like, since Jimmy Johnson, excluding Bill Parcells, I think has been yeah. more or less a failure in Dallas. You could argue that about a lot of teams, though. 
you're trying to convert me, but that's that's common. What's common to have? 25 years of mediocre coaching bears the dolphins hey you I mean, can't include the bears really, in that the bears are really not an nfl franchise i'm just saying you know what i mean like yeah this is gets kind of common new england I'm, now that tom brady said you you know what i'm saying like it's it's you know it's not really far off the well, bears made it to a super bowl of rex grossman the eagles only have one super bowl i mean this is not uncommon like to go through ups and downs or you know to wait till an owner dies you know whatever <laughs> okay so we've got obviously it's skewed three to one here but who's the worst owner between Lori and oh jerry, jerry. are you kidding me Come you think on. jerry's the worst owner you can't take that gold medal from us are you <laughs> kidding me are you kidding me Dude, we got the geriatrics crew up there in the box controlling every single thing i could call a plane from my iphone Get out of here. I, it's, it's, again, every, every Cowboys fan's like, we have the talent. We have it. We sometimes have the coaching. We just have a guy who can't see the field anymore on a TV bigger than the stadium. So when he finally passes away and gives his money to his daughter, whoever the hell takes over, you will see us go to a championship. And it's pretty much all the hope we have left <laughs> on the well, field. I thought it's his son that's already basically running everything, but it's Jerry's yeah, yeah. just in name. He's... Uh, still the pseudo guy, you know. Yeah, but Listen, I mean, do you think do you think Jerry Jones is sitting there looking at his son, going, "Go ahead, princess, you can make the decision here." <laughs> do, you, do you really Jerry, think look, that look, that's Jerry what Jerry Jones, does? Jerry no, 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 no. Jones, Jerry grabs Listen. the belt and he's like, "Look, I'm gonna give you a welt unless you keep Jason Garrett for another year." Jerry goes, "Listen, Junior, <clears throat> this is how it's gonna go, or I don't pay your allowance." Done. And he goes, "All right, you know, you know, you ain't gotta be so mean to me, man. You could just send an email and could have did that for you. you know, it's fine." Uh, you oh, understand yeah. it's very mobster rant and as a cowboys fan you know this so you, you don't feel it. like with all the time that you guys spent with jason garrett that any other team would have jumped off of that coach earlier my dude listen they got me an actual member of the star wars cast they got me an actual ewok as a running back all right and this guy has magic powers and can run through walls my dude and we could not get a ring something's wrong i'm like who's up there doing something who right? do you think the ewok is <laughs> oh my god are you serious you don't see the resemblance between who and an ewok ezekiel, ezekiel elliott ezekiel elliott my dude for real oh, like he's so from the what? movies no 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 you think zeke is good oh my god are you for real yes he has talent really Yes. Do you know how to count or, or do you know what numbers are? So, I do know how to count in three languages you could say without holy water. I, Amen, uh, Reverend. We've been going back and forth about this for a little while on the podcast because uh, I think it was last year. Uh, I basically said that he's done and then Paul was giving me crap about it. And then now Paul's <laughs> kind of come over to my camp. It's I said he left his heart in Cabo. And since, since I told then, you he left his heart in Columbus. How, oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so Paul like said he Cabo. left his heart in college. I said he left his heart in Cabo. And since then, he's never been the same guy. I don't know. He gave me a lot in the first the first season. It was very promising. Then he showed promising second season when he got into trouble with the law. That's always a Dallas Cowboy, you know, thing. We're like, okay. Oh, you that, that's a tale as old as time. Yeah, you got you Michael you Irvin, Nate Yeah, Newton. you don't. Right. Exactly. You don't make the cut unless you got a charge. You know, you got it. You got it. You got it part of being a fan you got to realize these things come with bail so I mean, is you know, that built into the contract like we will bail you up to this much or yeah it's texas bro for real guns hello texas <laughs> yeehaw hi buddy for real 
Yeah, built into the contract. Get you some hookers and cocaine. I keep saying it's mafia red. He's not getting it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, what do you think about the Cowboys' salary cap for the next foreseeable future? I I didn't know we had one. There's a salary cap. What's that? It's the one thing that has (laughs) the Cowboys bent over to the kitchen table. And is calling good girl, good girl. It's going to be okay. No, it's not. The Cowboys, they're well over next year's salary cap, what? no matter what it ends up being. What? What? Stop. <laughs> what? No one sees that. What cap? Come on. Even all right. Even if it goes okay. up, say t- everything. Everything's bigger in Texas. Everything. Even me. Everything. You're, you're five four. You're not bigger anywhere Gold. except China. Watch, so. me, watch, watch me fly over Texas at thirty thousand feet. I'll be the biggest <laughs> there. Don't worry about it. I'll be there. Have, having lived in Texas, no, you won't. You got to look up. You got to look up. You're just not. You're looking forward. Up, up. Look, if, if you don't, if you don't clap your hands immediately following the stars at night are big and bright. You're you got nothing on Texas. <laughs> nothing on Texas. <laughs> <laughs> but let, let's right. say the salary cap it. goes up 10 million next year <laughs> you guys are still 20 million dollars over Damn. what it would be without without your new without the draft picks for this year or next year without free agency uh i, I think they're, they're gonna end up having to get rid of their best receiver if not two in Gallup and amari between the two of them you can say i think it's about 25 million dollars but I think that the Cowboys are are pretty well screwed. What do you think about Dak's contract? Are you happy that they paid him? Sad that they paid him? All right, so let's. You're asking me a lot of questions at once, bro. I'm not gonna be. They're able to all about gotta, money. How do you feel about money? <laughs> you got to station it in stages here, bro. Like A, question A. Don't B, tell me my business, devil woman. <laughs> Damn it! Keep it keep it real. So look, this is how this is gonna go. Twenty million. Has anybody seen what Jerry Jones's yacht looks like? Yes or no? If you have it, Google it. And you're going to know that that old man is going to cut people so fast. And it's going to suck horribly. And we're going to have a very similar year to what we have. But the guy can't live forever. (laughs) So really, the only reason that you are currently a Cowboys fan is on the hope that someday Jerry Jones dies. And I can't stand the Eagles. I like watching them lose. They gave me a lot of glory in the 90s. I got to wear starter coats and shades and give middle fingers, bro, talk shit. It was great. It was remarkable. And I got to live it. And I got to see Green Bay. You know, you would think I would hate Green Bay. I'm starting to think I should hate Green Bay. Hey, Jose. I just, I just Jose. can't bring my way around it, though. They're talented. They're just, they got that, that quarterback's got great hair. Like, I don't know. Jose. Yeah. If I, if I can interject here. Do you own a VHS player? Uh, no, I got all my shit upgraded, so all my Super Bowls are now upgraded to Blu-ray. Oh, good, good, good. I'm glad you can watch, you can watch your VHS on, you know, upgraded DVD quality. Uh, but uh, don't worry, I had all of your years sent to you in mail, you'll get that, so you get to watch all your losses too, in quality. I even made sure they were in color. <laughs> Enjoy now, your one year. In Technicolor. Yeah. Hey, no tracking button for you, big guy. Only the best. Mm. Only the best. All right. So when do you think the Cowboys are legitimately going to be contenders? 
right, a serious answer to that. You're serious answer to that. You're you're probably looking at another decade before they're even something for real. So you don't think that Dak at all gets them close to anything? No. When Dak went, when you did it, anybody, please tell me, gentlemen, as a human being, y'all saw that injury on TV. There ain't I no way. To. There ain't no way in hell that dude. Yes, <laughs> I don't give a. I don't give a damn whose team you play for. You are not coming back nowhere near what you were after that kind of injury. I, I, I mean, you, that's it. That's it. That's 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 it. They're starting all over again. That guy, he's gonna come back. He's gonna give it it all. He's gonna try. He's gonna play that that ankle protected hard. He's gonna be half of what he was. And, you know, and that's that's it. It's, they're gonna have to rebuild again. I hate to say it, but that's again, that's, again. That's our thing. Still, it's it's our thing. <laughs> Every year, it's our thing. I mean, I mean, even if you Google it, it's our thing. It's always next year. <laughs> it's our thing. Well, you always start the year thinking you're gonna win the Super Bowl, and then by the end, it's oh, we'll get them next year. No, man. Wait, I are we talking about Eagles fans or Cowboys? Yeah, I was going to say, B, you better knock that shit off. I haven't thought that way in like 20 years. Oh, you know, I look at the cowboys Eagles schedule, and I, I plan out how many nights I'm going to get drunk. That's about as close to Super Bowl glory. I'm going to count like that's going to be a loss. I'm going to get drunk. That's going to be a loss. I'm going to get drunk. Hey, look, we play each other. We're both going to get drunk. That's great. <laughs> So what do you think about like guys, like as you mentioned, you know, it's kind of expected. What do you think about guys like Stephen A. Smith that's basically made an entire sports casting career by talking about how much the Cowboys suck? Well, I mean, there's a bunch of them. Some of them we own. Look, look, I loved Troy Aikman, but as a commentator, you know how many times I wanted to punch that tall dude in the face? I'm like, say one of my players suck one more time, my dude. How many rings do you have? But... I mean, Three. I just, I know, I know. I saw him all. <laughs> oh, it, it burns me up when he does it. But, I mean, the truth is what the truth is. I mean, these guys played on an amazing team, and now we're looking at a shit show. You know, so. Really quick, I just want to make sure I have this on the podcast. Can I just say, did I, did I hear that correctly, that a Cowboys fan also agrees that Troy Aikman and Joe Buck suck in the booth? Oh, yeah. I love Aaron. Uh, what's his face, though? I couldn't stand him. Oh man, Romo! I, 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 I couldn't stand his. You, oh, did you God. forget Tony Romo's name? <laughs> That's how much I couldn't stand him. And everybody who truly knows me, I called that guy handsome all his entire career. I'm like, he was good for an interception. I complained every game, but as a commentator, this guy's amazing. He's like, look, they don't even see the blitz. That guy's gonna be on his ass. Bam! See, told you. I mean, he's great. I love watching him. As a quarterback, I wanted to throw something through my television. (laughs) (laughs) So what are your thoughts on him being up for the Hall of Fame this year? I'm like, well, who who said that? Who gave that guy that right? Listen, just because you play football, don't give you the right. I don't care how many passes. You didn't get nothing. You didn't didn't get me nothing. You gave me. I didn't even get. Bro, where's my high hopes? I didn't get the ant and the rubber tree plant. I I, I got the ant. That was it. Like, he gave us nothing. False hopes. I don't think he's got the right to be in it. No, he gave me a lot of good memories. Yeah, me yeah, too. I know. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, oh, yeah. guys. Thanks. <laughs> hey, remember when he was the holder for that field goal that one time? Wait, wait. Do you oh, remember oh when he got injured oh. in the preseason? <laughs> oh, Which time? <laughs> now, you see why I called him handsome, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, go ahead. There he is again, right on his back. Look how handsome he is. Right there, look at him. It's like prom date. 
Oh, I hated that guy so much. My wife truly enjoyed that player on my team. She did. <laughs> oh, she got a lot of happiness out of that. I really oh. miss him and Jason Garrett together. Oh, Clappy. Oh, my God, bro. You should. <laughs> Guys, I had so many years where I thought I was going to take medication just to watch the Cowboys play between Clappy and that guy. I'm like, come on, yo. For real, guys. I just. <laughs> oh, God. It got so bad. It got so bad. He, when Clappy was trying to side clap other players on the field and they were just walking by him, like, bro, for real. Like he was Ted Cruz and shit. It was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. So, I mean, it sounds like there's just been, for the last like 20 years, quite a bit of uh, misery for you as a Cowboys fan. Yeah, well, that's part of football. You know, hockey, golf, you name it. No, I mean, you talked about ebbs and flows. There was one ebb and the rest, or one flow, and the rest has been ebbing for quite a bit of time for you. And he said for at least another decade. You know, I got to respect the fact that you're still a fan. I I don't understand why. I don't think that you're a great fan because you don't seem to know much about the Cowboys aside from that. (laughs) One guy was named Clappy and you had a Tony that dropped something sometime. But, you know, respect, respect. You got to love the sport all the way around, man. I mean, Jason Garrett, you want to give him respect? Fine. He somebody in our franchise and got his win. It's so pronounced you, Jerry Jones. So, so, <laughs> so, so when you do things like that, you get names like Clappy. You don't get respect. You know what I'm saying? You can You don't get respect. You follow me? Good. So I'm still a Cowboys fan, man. Die hard, blue. I haven't gone nowhere. How do you feel about Clappy 2.0 then? Because now you got Mike McCarthy. You got oh, the latest stooge that's uh, that's in there for you guys so that Jerry Jones can make sure he gets the team run the way he wants. Are you, do you have any faith? I mean, it doesn't sound like you do since you said a decade, but do you, decade, do, bro. do you think that- have false hopes? I have false hopes. <laughs> the war is not over, bro. If you're going to be a Cowboys fan and eat it, you got to prepare for the long haul. Well, really oh, quick. Wait, wait, wait. 2.0 is going to be here. Oh, hang tight. Really quick. I, I, it's weird to me because as an Eagles fan, like I'm. I'm prepared for like probably two shit years. I'm not thinking a decade. <laughs> like, are the either one of you other two guys thinking it's going to be a decade before the birds get their shit? To, I hope the f- not. It's not a decade. <laughs> so listen. All right. So listen. You guys got to realize I'm old as, as as shit here. So back in the day when they won, you know, Super Bowls, it was like glory be found great. I look at football totally different nowadays, man. Football's supposed to be fun. It's a game. It's supposed to be enjoyed. And you know what? A lot of my friends. Hate my team. And you know what? They got a lot of goddamn good reason to. <laughs> Yo, they do some weird shit. I'll be the first one to say <laughs> it. But, but you know what? Sometimes their team does too. And it's a lot of fun to go back and forth. And I've noticed over the years that my hate towards teams really diminished. And the love for, for the game and, the, and, and, and just to be there and see all the different colors and the shit talking that goes down. And then saying, all right, bro, see you tomorrow. I don't think I don't think the rivalries that are as bitter now as what they were when we were younger. Oh no, man! It was like I'll kill you. Now you're like, Papa, you want to be the worst team? Do you want the conference? No, I lost. You want it? No, we lost. Hey, you want it? No, I lost. You're like, dude. Any anybody anybody want it? Hey, Washington, you got a name? Nah, screw it. You take it. I mean, let's just even take it outside of the of our conference. Let's just talk about in sports in general. I mean, I remember for me, like the biggest example of that is like the Yankees. Like when I was growing up, like it was easy to hate the shit out of the Yankees. Oh, yeah. Like 
Yeah, well, I just don't. Oh, yeah. I don't think that they have the the players that draw the vitriol from the fans, like the Derek Jeters and the A Rods and those guys who kind of like leaned into it a little bit. In my opinion, I mean, oh, I don't care. I, I get it, and I still don't like them, and I still love watching them lose. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it wouldn't be a great postseason without watching the Yankees get eliminated. But I, <laughs> I feel like to me, I don't have as much like uh, that that hate in my heart as I did when I was younger, where it was like, man, I, I really got so much enjoyment out of that. So I just, I wonder what it is about that a little bit with sports, because I do feel like when we were younger, and maybe it's just my perception as a yeah, child. Yeah, no, you're spot on, man. I was angry. Yeah, I, I feel like when we were, I feel like with the sports in general, it was way more like, uh, you know, red versus blue and whatnot. I, th- I think well, it's more everyone is is trying to uh, pacify things. And for me, the biggest example isn't in baseball or, or hockey or, or football. I think you have to go to the NBA. I thought if you were going to say participation trophies. Sorry. No, no, <laughs> oh, no. Surprisingly, I didn't, I didn't go that far. But if you look at the NBA in the 80s, you got bitches throwing fists like every other game. I mean, and nothing happened. They're still there. Now, if you watch the NBA, if someone looks at someone for too long, they get teed up. That is, yeah. I mean, that's the perfect example as to how sports aren't what they used to be. Well, Brandon, how many how many times have we compared hockey to every other sport? You know, guy gets his teeth busted out. He's back in the game. Stitches back in the game. Guy breaks a finger. He's out of a football game. Yep, and growing up when I played baseball, I was... Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. Breaks a finger and he's out of a football game? Unless you're talking about a quarterback, that's that's not the case. And even if you are talking about a quarterback, Drew Brees just played a game last season with, what, 11 broken ribs? And you had Tony Romo one year play with a a punctured lung? Three letters, JPP. It was an an example. All right. It was a poor example. It was a very poor example. You're better than that. You can't make poor examples around Paul. He will shit on you. Hell yeah. (laughs) Apparently. He's like, but they play with concussions. I'm like, these guys eat pucks. I don't know, dude. I'm just saying. I, I do think it's weird that a baseball player gets a concussion. He's out for six months. You know, same with like Sidney Crosby in the NHL. But in football, he gets a concussion. You know, he's supposed to sit out the rest of the game. He's back two minutes later. Pretty sure they have tense protocol concussions, yada, yada, yada. They get paid up some more money. I mean, yeah, yeah man. No. I, so I, I would think- argue that football players are <laughs> underpaid, but okay. I think, underpaid? I think Jose, you, I, did he Jose, say I underpaid? Think, uh, football players are underpaid? Football players are very underpaid if you look at what they generate versus other sports and their salaries. Basketball and baseball make way more money. They have way more guaranteed money, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Way more guaranteed money in baseball. And they're not as physical sports either. (laughs) Aside from hockey. It's, well, it's hard but they don't get paid back. anything, it's, and they'll play hard, with no guys, teeth. It's hard. I, that's because they need a 12-pack and a pizza after the game, and they're good. They I still pass. remember uh, <laughs> Dan Carcillo from the Flyers waited until after his career was over to get his teeth fixed. And it was at yeah. the Preston and Steve yep. show. Uh, I think he, like, kissed Marissa or something, and, like, his his dentures came out or some shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's got to be, like, your life as a hockey player has just got to be different. Like, shit, yeah, I got fake teeth until my career's over. <laughs> <laughs> so Jose, I think I think I have a I think I have a solution to your 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 drought as a uh, NFL fan and having a team that has any kind of success. And I think I know who your good luck Chuck should be. Right? You ready for this? 
Good luck, Chuck. Hmm. Good luck, Chuck. Yeah. All right, go ahead. He's he's always always a always a bridesmaid, never a bride. You know that kind of guy. Ready? How about you guys hire Chip Kelly? <laughs> you know it's f***ed up. I, I actually somebody actually said that to me recently, and I was like, "Yo, please don't say that to Jerry Jones because he might actually scratch his head. He might be like, you know what I need? I need a hatchet. Somebody's just gonna just cut people when I want them to, and he would work out well." <laughs> I think if 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 Jerry still had it in his heart to be like that, though, I think Dak would have been gone. The fact that they re-signed Dak at this point, I mean, granted, the money's decent for in the Cowboys' uh, favor, but I, I honestly I, don't think Jerry's running the show like he used to either. I think his son's doing a lot of it now. I think his son probably has way more say in it than probably what he used to, but I'm sure if Dad feels a certain way about something, he probably gets a say. Oh yeah, know. how else does he afford that yacht? <laughs> I mean, it what, just, uh, what I do you know. think, Jose? Do you think that uh, that he just kind of sits on the sidelines more these days, or do you think he still has a lot to say? I mean, you said you're you basically feel like the man has to die before you get your franchise back. Yeah, I hate to say it, that's how that's how it is. Since he fired Jimmy, he was like, "Dude, I don't know." Well, over his haircut, I guess. I, I mean, the guy got you freaking two Super Bowls. He fired him. I mean, is that he walked not, on him? But is that not the worst like, move that that oh, he made? God. How many more do you think that they would have had if Jimmy stayed? I I can't even tell. I don't even want to think about it. Minimum two. Minimum. Yeah, because the fact alone that Jimmy knew college so well and all the college players so well, he'd just come out of uh, coaching the U, didn't he? Yeah, dude, he could have. It was easy. Oh, man, they could have made such easy. But it is what it is. You know, like I said, and from that point forward, he's been kind of pulling the strings. And if it doesn't go his way. It just doesn't go his way. But um, it wasn't always like that. It won't always be like that, you know? So I want to know what steroids the players were on at the U. Because if you guys have watched the, the Dude, 30 for 30s on best. the U. There's two of them, and they're amazing. They're yeah. fantastic. One of the, They had to hold back. I forget who it was. It was a linebacker. They had to hold him back at Florida State because he wanted to punch out the horse that the mascot was riding on. And... Another time they were playing, it was either Auburn or LSU because it was a tiger. And they put their hands inside the cage and were like teasing the tiger, like Gucci, Gucci, Goo. Like, what were those guys on? I, I think it's different See, when you have that mentality of like when you had that class of people that came before you that were so talented and you just keep repeating that over and over and over again. And you have all of those people there watching the games and you know that those players knew when they had a bad game that those alumni were going to make them f- aware of it. So yep. that to me, I feel like really helped push that team so far. And I mean, there, there was just the whole community of people in Florida were getting got behind them because they, they really did draft a lot of the guys that lived in that in the backyard of that college um that to me was what i think was a lot of it the mentality that that standard of play that those alumni held those people to and that and the fact that they had those coaches that just did not give a f- they just went in there about like you know, I'm gonna run up the score as much as yep. humanly possible where'd dion go to school fsu yes yeah yep okay so uh i don't know if you guys are familiar with i i, I watch a couple of comedians pretty Pretty regularly. Uh, one is Burt Kreischer and one's uh, Tom Segura. Um, so, I I don't know you're if, the machine. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Burt and Tom do a uh, podcast called Two Bears, One Cave. But they uh, Tom also does like a little side thing on his own called Tom Talks. And he had, uh, he had Deion Sanders on. And 
Dion was talking about um, being in college at FSU, and I don't know who the coach was at the time, uh, for, so forgive me for butchering this story. But if it's you, FSU it, and it was Dion, it's it's Bobby Bowden. He coached there for like thirty five years, and then the NCAA took away like twelve of them. Right. So, so at one at, at one point, he was talking about a coach he had. I don't know if it was Bowden or not. It might have been somebody else. But he's talking about a coach he had and how brutal he was to the players. And he tells a story about how this coach tells another player on the team that his dad should have caught him in his hand. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> I've never laughed so hard at anything Dion's ever said. He said that to Dion or just to someone else? He said that to a kid on the team. Oh, wow. At, like, I guess, I guess the, the player was, you know, screwing up or something or whatever. It was dumb or, you know, dumb to this coach or whatever. But he was like, your dad should have caught you in his hand. I still always with those types of stories, I always think of the Peyton Manning story. I don't remember who the guy was, but uh, when Peyton threw in the ball and he dropped it and the next play, the coach calls a play and the guy comes back in and Peyton's like, no, get the hell off the field. You're not back out here for another play. It's like the coach said I was allowed to be out here. He's like, I don't give a crap what the coach said. Get on the sideline. I was like, wow. And Peyton Manning can be like, no, I don't care what he said. Get over there. That's messed up. You're not worthy. Back off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's I I feel like with football, it's I I feel like those stories are a little more abundant than within other sports. But maybe they just talk about it a little bit more than the other ones do. Well, that's why I wish I wish that they would have a uh, I don't want to call it like a hard knocks, but a hard knock style um, TV show where it's. Are you talking about Tannis's show on Letterkenny, basically? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess, I mean, in a sense, but like having it, you know, just getting behind the scenes. I don't care about play calls or anything like that. I want to hear what I want to hear what the offensive line is saying to the defensive line during the game. And I want to hear it unedited. I want to hear the shit talk. I want to hear the the back and forth. I want to hear the behind the scenes. I want to hear in the locker room. I want to hear everything. That's what pissed me off so much about when everything happened with the big C that they piped in all the crowd noise. I wanted to hear. I thought we for a change. We'd actually get to hear all that stuff. You got a little bit with hockey, but they still piped in a lot of noise with them, too. Um, And it's just like, dude, just let it be what it is and then let it be weird for that one year and let us see what it's like. Why do we have to put in the fake noise? Speaking of hearing everything on the field or on the ice in this case, but um, Brandon, did you hear about the referee that basically got let go in the NHL? Because during a game, he told a player that he wanted to get a penalty on Nashville early or something like that. And he, he was either caught on a hot mic or, or caught on, you know, because there's nobody in the stands. All right. And so he, to he, be fair, to be fair, to, to be, be fair, fair, the guy only had a month left in the NHL and he was retiring and it was a hot mic. Okay. But still you're like, you would be, you, you, you would think that you'd be a little more careful when, when there's no fans in the stands. I, I think in any time when you're doing something nefarious, talking about it out loud is a dumb it's thing to dumb. do. dumb, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was alone, B. I was just like, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to do exactly what that guy should do. <laughs> shut the hell up. <laughs> the hell are you talking about it for? Oh, man, you're not on my team. You know, you, you're off. You mean like how Jared Goff, you know, texted someone on his team that, hey, I want to pipe Sean's fiance? 
Yeah, do you, it's not a good idea to tell people on your team that you want to bang your head coach's uh, fiance. No, it's not a good idea to put it in writing. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Saying something, you can say that's hearsay, but if it's in writing, you idiots. What, what part of it's like ran by a mafia did you not get when i said that i i just that keeps coming up <laughs> yo it's how it's, it's like a kingship there you, know, you gotta follow the godfather <laughs> so you're saying that mcveigh is the godfather of the rams listen yeah kind of let's just be real probably <laughs> you know i feel like with everything that we've had going on so far it's been fun but i i, I don't know if we're going to sway him in the sense of oh, no. if he's willing to sit through 30 years of yeah, mediocrity, that's that's pretty uh, tough, gentlemen. Yeah, 38. But yeah. Oh, no, he's he's hopeless. He's he's a lost cause. Oh, yeah. He's never going to see another another Super Bowl and it'll be fun. But hey, he's a lost cause. I respect you know the lost cause. You I respect what? it because he ain't a bitch. There it is. But I'm just <laughs> but I'm just saying you're never going to see another win. But I'm glad you're not a bitch. But I saw three. Is Marcellus Wallace a bitch? <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say it to his face. Yeah, yeah, I definitely saying. wouldn't say it to his face. <laughs> He's right there. Say it to him. Hey, yeah, what do you guys think was in that briefcase? That's what, that's what I want to know. What's in the box? OJ's, OJ's gloves. Jose, man, you've had your first time on the Muff Pump podcast. We are a, a little bit of an unruly bunch, but uh, we are happy to have you here. It's interesting because we had three Birds fans, two Packers fans, and now we've had a Cowboys fan on the show. Uh, can Did we scare you away, or uh, do you want to come back on at some point? Well, no. I, I, I say you, we you, let them back on when the Cowboys make the playoffs. You can't. <laughs> well, we, that's, not, that's, not, that's not really hard to do. We just can't win once we're there. Skip. Skip. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, it's going to hard. Well, no, I mean, we got to get somebody else. Because I mean, I mean, Green Bay has again. I, I don't have any real bad blood. It's always been fun, and they've always whooped our behinds. I mean, it's 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 the same. My kid got so hell bent over the last four or five years. I kind of laughed. I'm like, bro, look up the team and watch that history. It's like watching the same stuff. And I live with an Eagles fan, so every year, World War whatever breaks loose, and and I love her because she's she's great. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so. And the history of the teams are so much. So is there anybody that knows a Giants fan? I would love to talk to one of them. Yeah, unfortunately. I've got a friend who's a Giants fan from North Jersey. So I might be able to talk him into it. Because I don't have any friends that are Giants fans. I know a Giants fan that hates Paul's guts, so we might be able to get him. (laughs) No, I'm pulling rank. That that dude is not the a lot here, <laughs> ever. This is this is my happy space. We ain't doing that shit here. Nah. Uh, he had nah. like the worst uh, sports flex talk. It was hilarious. He'd come uh, up to me and be like, you hear they traded Fletcher Cox? And I'd be like, get that out of my face, dude. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Gosh. Well, oh, I want to thank everybody dude. for uh, for showing up tonight. It was a lot of laughs, which is always good. I want to thank uh, Ralph for showing up. I know he's been absent the last couple of weeks, but we do appreciate right your time. But <laughs> and uh, Terry as well, and Paul, and thank you, Paul, for taking some time to uh, get your cowboy stuff together. So you give uh, Jose the old what's for, 
And, it would have uh, been nice if he would have been a real fan and had any idea what I was talking about. But all he said was, <laughs> Jerry sucks. Let's kill Jerry. I want to kill Jerry. There's Clappy. I see Clappy. Romo. Bro, Aikman's a bad commentator. You go through the years. Okay, the, the team started in the 60s. They sucked ass to 66. Then they were all right in 67. They jumped. We didn't get the first Super Bowl to 71. Then we had a lot of prayers and high hopes. We cruised through. We made a few, one more Super Bowl. We hit the 90s. We picked up three more Super Bowls. We had a great squad. It was great. We had a Hall of Famers, Emmett Smith, rock stars, people that could do amazing things. And then we turned into a cesspool of shit. Kind of like your points of view. But it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to go for an Eagles burn there, and then he made it personal, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying. I like – you can't hate this. I can't hate the Eagles. I just can't believe after they dissected their team, it just – my hate for them went right with it. I'm like, damn. It's like watching a puppy commercial where they hit that Celine Dion song or some shit and ask for 50 cents. You know? I, don't, like, I don't know how you could hate just, the team uh, that but since they won the Super Bowl has basically done their best Dallas Cowboys impersonation pretty much since they won the Super Bowl. I so. know. I'm like, yo, guys, it's not a good book to read. It's a light read. Don't do it. <laughs> There's not much depth to the story. Yeah, you know? I just broke it down for Yucatan there. Who says I don't know my history. I'm like, but bad. There's not much to know. You know, it's the same thing the from the Yucatan, bitch. Those are the Aztecs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll get there one day. Keep playing Age of Empires, damn it. Shit. It's a good oh, game. I hope they make another one. Rain dance. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to another episode of the Muff Pump Podcast. If you are still if you're still here, thank you. If we haven't scared you away up to this point or offended you deeply some way, somehow. But if, you, if you're still here, make sure you hit like, make sure you subscribe. And uh, yeah, we'll be back again next week. Let us know in the comments section if uh, if you're a Cowboys fan, how you felt like Paul did and letting you know how things went. And uh, we'll go from there. So I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your night. Take it easy now. Four, four double digits. That means in 16 years, 12 of those years, you haven't even won 10 games. But you have the audacity, the temerity, the unmitigated goal to call yourself America's team and sit there sticking out your chest, bloviate, talking about, oh, we love the haters. You know why y'all have haters, Dallas Cowboys? You know why? And I'm not talking to the fans because you got great fans. I'm talking to the Dallas Cowboys organization. Do you know why you have haters? You want to talk about what y'all are, but y'all ain't anything. I mean, I'm sorry, wasn't it the Giants that spanked y'all in the last game of the regular season two years ago before winning the Super Bowl? RG3 on a bum leg, a one-legged RG3 who spanked y'all when the season, in the season finale. You know why? Because there's always something, whether it's Des Bryant, whether it's Tony Romo looking like a politician with his family and also he getting his contract $55 million in guaranteed dollars for what? Watching the playoffs with Skip Bayless and Stephen A. That's what he's getting $55 million in guaranteed money for. I mean, this is ridiculous. The Dallas Cowboys stink. They are an average team, if not less than that. And the fact that we have to sit here and talk about them because they're so hated or so loved because Skip Bayless swears they're America's team is something that disgusts me.